0: Please, Lord, help me get one lower. So what's going on you guys, my name is Ryan Logan and I am super excited to welcome you to the very first podcast of Kingdom Culture Engagement where we believe that every experience is an opportunity to invite Jesus Christ in and uh, deepen your relationship with him, so I'm super excited that you're here and I'm super excited that we're gonna go into this time of movie analysis together. And uh, just a few things before we start. Um, I uh, want to let you guys know some announcements. We have um, those those movie nights coming up at First Friend's Church. The first one is Friday june twenty first at six o'clock and we will be showing Raiders of the Lost Ark so if you can come out to that it's gonna be a great time and then the second one is on Friday July 5th also at 6 o'clock and this is a correction from when I originally posted Uh, the film is actually gonna be hook and it's gonna be hosted by uh, my buddy Nate Davis so definitely come out to both of those It's gonna be a great time great community time and we, we'd love to see you there and without further ado let's get into the film analysis uh, so if uh, if you would uh, uh, pray with me uh, before we start and invite the Lord into our time together Heavenly Father uh, we thank you for bringing us together Um uh, Today, over over this podcast, over this over this media, to to um, look at look at a piece of art that um, has been created and um, see how it how it glorifies it glorifies you uh, the situations that that characters are in and the the um, way that. Stories are depicted. Uh, they they point to the overall story, Lord, and they glorify Your name. So, Father, uh, be be with me as um, I I share these insights, and be with be with everyone who listens to this podcast. Lord, may they may they be blessed by it. And it's in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit that we pray. Thank you, Lord. So, uh, today's film is a film that was released in 2016, directed by Mel Gibson, and starring Andrew Garfield. It is entitled, Hacksaw Ridge, and tells the true story of Desmond Dawes, the first conscientious objector um, to be awarded the Medal of Honor. In the spring of 1945 in Okinawa um, at the Pacific Theater of the War in World War Two, and the soldiers there faced... Um, a grueling task to take, um, Hacksaw Ridge, which was basically a, um, a cliff, a strategic, um, war location where Japanese soldiers were laid up and waiting for them. And this, this is a fantastic story. Um, of a man who was committed to upholding God's uh, command, "Do not kill." You don't, you don't bre- you don't breach that, even in even in circumstances of war. And um, holding holding on to this to this belief, he um, received a lot of flack from from the army. He His desire was to serve. He wanted to serve as a combat medic and um, not even um, train with a rifle. Um, but when he arrived at basic training in uh, Fort Jackson, he uh, was put in in a, in a rifle company, the 77th Infantry Division deployed to um, the Pacific Theater and uh, fighting fighting in Onganawa. And um, when he got to basic training, uh, the sergeant there uh, played... Played by, um, uh, Vince Vaughn. It was, uh... Sergeant Howell. Uh, he and, um, his fellow... His fellow soldiers just could not... Could not get over the fact that he didn't want to carry a weapon. They felt like he was hyper-religious and that he was... He was judging them, and they actually, um... Uh, threw him in jail, and they wanted, they wanted to, um, basically, um, force him to compromise his, his beliefs, and, um, and carry a rifle, and he wasn't gonna do it, and they, they beat him, and they,
1: they hazed
0: him, and they, um, just were pretty, Merc- merciless with him, but he was he was unwavering in his commitment, and um, he stayed the course. And he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't court-martialed, and he was uh, deployed over there as a combat medic alongside um, the the company, and uh, they were deployed over in Arghunawa to relieve the ninety sixth. Infantry, who was trying to take Hacksaw Ridge, It was a strategic uh, ba- battle move to take to take that land, and the 96th Infantry had had taken uh, a lot of losses uh, trying to trying to get it. So they they were they were going over trying to trying to relieve them, and just. The way, and if you've seen any of, uh, Mel Gibson's other films, like, uh Braveheart or Apocalypto, or, um, chiefly the one that comes to mind for me is, uh, The Passion of the Christ. Um, from those films, uh, we know that, um, Mel Gibson is notorious for displaying, um, Real violence and some of some of the scenes can be be quite graphic, and you you definitely see this um, right from the opening of the film. Um, in the opening of the film, you see slow mo video as as the as the battle as the battle rages to take Hacksaw Ridge, and over top of this. Slow motion video, all this carnage that's being displayed here. Um, Andrew Garfield as Desmond Dawes is reading I- Isaiah forty twenty eight through thirty one, and it's a very, a very ironic juxtaposition to to put that scripture verse over top of. The carnage of war, considering the context in which uh, that verse was written, the the Assyrian conquest against against Israel and the similar destruction that they were they were experiencing, and um, that in the midst of all the horror and bloodshed and death, that Israel is experiencing. There, the prophet Isaiah is remi- reminding them that even though they are in the heat of battle, the heat of war, that the Lord, the Lord is with them, and if they trust in the Lord, they will renew their strength and soar on on wings like eagles. And it's it's an amazing, amazing uh, scene. And I'll I'll post that I'll post that link a link to uh, that video in in the description um, but it's it's just amazing how uh, how the writers put together put together Desmond's story and uh, we see he has um, quite a quite a justification for uh, for what what he believes about violence and abstaining from killing um, he had we see he had a brother Desmond had a brother and in in the first half of the film there's this flashback scene where you see he and his brother playing and roughhousing and kind of play fighting and pretty soon you see this play fight it it turns it turns ugly and um, without thinking, little little Desmond uh, grabs a brick and hits his brother over the head with it. And um, the the parents aren't aren't sure whether his br- his brother is going to live because he's got he's got this like basketball sized welt on his on his forehead, and he's he's unconscious. So you see. Um, this remarkable scene where, where Desmond uh, has just come to grips with, with what he has done. And inside their house, there's on this wall, um, the, the Ten Commandments cross-stitched on this piece of cloth and framed on their wall and you see in the cross stitch pattern you see a depiction of Cain and Abel and what what wonderful symbolism um, to put to put those two scenes together and make that make that parallel but he he comes to grips with what he has done he thinks he thinks that he's just killed his brother and this this really this really weighs on him he uh, and he's he's really he's really repentant at that moment, and his his father being being a drunkard and a violent man uh, by nature, he was a he was a World War I veteran and saw a lot of his friends die, so he was he was um, resentful of that. He goes um, to take take his belt off. And beat his son and punishes son for injuring um, his other son. And mind you, his brother his brother did not his brother did not pass away. Praise God, his brother lived. Um, but his mother comes in and kind of intercedes on Desmond's behalf and says, "No, um, what essentially what is what is more violence going to going to teach him? That's not going to teach him any type." any type of lesson, and she sees him looking at that framed cross-stitch, and she knows that the Lord is hitting him with this, and she says to him, you know, taking a life, killing another person is the most horrible thing anyone could ever do, so um, we're we're, we're going to pray, um you're going to ask God for forgiveness. And from that moment on he was sincerely against violence. So that's that's his justification for um going to war and not wanting to carry a gun, not wanting to kill, and um um being being so steadfast in that commitment. It's uh, it's quite a it's quite a story in how it even gives uh, justification why he's against guns specifically because it gives a gives another flashback of um, when he's a teenager and his father is in a drunken rage, a lot like he is a lot in a lot of the time, and he's uh, yelling and beating up on his mother and his father has a has a gun and he's pointing it pointing it at. At his his mother, and Desmond rushes in, wrestles his father to the ground, um, gets the gets the gun out of his father's hand, um, cocks it and and loads it, and he is he is about ready to shoot his father, and he has sort of this out of body experience where he can't believe what he's doing, and his father, his father goes, "You do it, you you pull the trigger." And he didn't. He didn't kill his father. And it's a it's a remarkable scene too. Now that I think about it, early early in the movie, Desmond asks his mother about his father's violence, and he says um, towards them. And he says, "Why does why does he hate us so much?" And his mother says, "Desmond, he doesn't hate us." He hates himself, and isn't isn't that true? Um, an old cliched saying, but I think it's true. Hurt people hurt people. When we are when we are in pain, when we when we hate ourselves, we're more we're, we're more apt to abuse and and do wrong to others. And I I just think about that like the second greatest commandment you know love your neighbor as much uh, love your neighbor as yourself and that is that is so true because if we don't we don't love ourselves if we don't we, if we don't realize that innate worth that christ has put in us how can we see the image of god in others so in order to love love others we must we must love ourselves and there's there's this amazing kind of redemptive moment at uh, Desmond's court martial in the middle of the movie, where his father shows up to give a letter uh, and intercede on his behalf, and his, his father comes, and that's a that's a great show of of love and respect and to be there for uh, his son and intercede in that way. So that, that was a wonderful display of redemption, but moving, moving forward in the story, um, the battle, the battle rages on Hacksaw Ridge and, um, the soldiers, now that they're in the heat of battle, they're, they're glad to have Desmond there, um, Backing them up because it's it's just him and one mo- one more medic on on the battlefield, and they're they're dealing with they're dealing with all these wounded soldiers, and they're taking they're taking heavy hits. So they decide they decide to pull out. They they've been defeated, and they decide to retreat back, but they leave almost. A hundred men, up on Hagsar Ridge, including, including Desmond. And Desmond says to himself, "Out there, uh, all along the, the re- regiment's abandoned him. Uh, his commanding officer has abandoned him." He says, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna save, I'm gonna save these men," and he does, and he. Miraculously, he saves seventy-five soldiers at Hacksaw Ridge all by himself, and he he lowers he lowers um, the men down down the ridge using using a rope, and the the bodies um, keep coming down, and the the night watch that watches at the bottom of the ridge is first like, what's what's happening? You know what's going on, and. They soon figure out that that Desmond is the one up there sa- saving all these men and it's one man after another coming down uh, and um, it's it's amazing because when when he's when he's up there navigating the battlefield kind of uh, trying to trying to go around. Uh, Trying to go around the Japanese soldiers, he's in the tunnels, and he comes across. He turns a corner and he uh, comes across a Japanese soldier, and this Japanese soldier is wounded, and without saying anything, uh, looking looking the man in the eye, the Japanese soldier, you can tell he's he's about to he's about to alert um, the other soldiers to him. But he says, I see I see that you're hurt. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you morphine. And he gives gives this soldier morphine to ease his pain. And I just think you know, what a what an incredible what an incredible display of of mercy and the scriptural command to to uh love love your enemies is just just dis just displayed so so wonderfully in that. And another really holy moment in this story, and this, this is a story, um, that's actually based in fact, that's, that's really true. Desmond himself, um, told it in a, in a documentary they made about him in, um, in 2004. He tells this story of a soldier that he comes across, um, that thinks that he's he's blind and thinks that he can't see. But Desmond discovers that this man is actually not blind. Desmond discovers that this man uh, can't see because his eyes and his eyelids are shut because they're covered with dried blood. So he takes um, the water from his canteen and washes this man's eyes. And the man is so shocked because he he says, he says, I can see. And how many, how many parallels it, are present, are present in that, that we can see. You know, when, when Jesus uh, makes the makes the mud and spit mixture and um, and um, allows Allows the man to see. I, I just think that's that's an incredible image, and um, you know that they, they finally, they finally, the commanding officer, uh, Captain Glover is his name, Captain Glover mounts an offensive, and they go, they go back, back up there, uh, and they they end up, they end up getting. They end up getting Dawes Dawes out. And he is he is so exhausted and they bring him they bring him back to back to camp and he's covered in dirt and other men's blood. It's just caked all over his body and they they put him in like this this wooden shower type structure and they just have men in buckets um Pouring water over him, hot water over him, and you can just see this hot water like pouring over over him, and, like permeating this this dried blood and making it fall off him. And how that was shot, I think, I think it just so so intentionally depicts depicts baptism because he's he's fought this battle. He comes in. Uh, war torn and battered and he receives he receives this this grace and he's he's washed clean from from this battle that he's just come back from and it's it's just it's just a beautiful beautiful mm-hmm. image but they need to they need to go back up there um Cap- Captain Glover has has gotten some new men and uh, captain Glover needs needs to go back up there. And um, they're they're gonna go, but he goes he goes to Desmond, and he says, "Look, these men are really are really inspired by what by what you've done. What you've done up there is a miracle, and these men believe that you have you have God on your side. There's something there's something different about you. You possess this." Whole holy power behind you. So if if you wouldn't if you wouldn't mind uh, co- coming um, back to to the battlefield and um, pr- praying praying for us and being there being there on on the battlefield. Um, but it's it's Saturday and Saturday is usually Desmond's sabbath day and he asked he asked for that day off typically to um, be in prayer and that was part of his agreement with the army that he'd be allowed uh, one day for prayer but he said uh, he knew the importance for him to be there so he ended up he ended up going going there the next day and praying for his brothers and being by their side once again as they endeavored to take take this ridge and they did and the tide of battle started started to turn and the the Japanese soldiers uh, made like they were going to surrender but it was they were trying to um fake them out and they made they made one final one final try at it and they um wanted to um wanted to release a, a grenade and Desmond actually kicks it and deflects it away um, from danger so it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt any more people well it ended up wounding him and uh, the very end of the movie he's uh, he's carted out um, on a on a stretcher and um, um, is is sent home. But um, the Desmond is awarded um, the Medal of Honor by by President Tr- Truman for um, rescuing seventy five soldiers at at Hikesell Ridge, and um, it's it's just it's just an amazing story because he gives he gives this he gives this interview in real life, and you see it depicted in the film and this is kind of as I close this is this is what I want to hit on this is my this is my wrap up but um, as he's saving these men in in the dead of night as he's saving them he prays to God after he saves each one he says please Lord help me help me get just one more please Lord help me save one more and my friends, shouldn't that, shouldn't that be, shouldn't that be our prayer? shouldn't Shouldn't we, shouldn't we be praying to, to the Lord? Please, Lord, help us save one more, because this life is a battlefield, and without, without the, the Lord. Without Christ, um, we will we will die. We will we will not have eternal life. We will die the second death. Um, we won't be raised again. So it's imperative that those of us who are in a relationship with Christ and do have eternal life, it's imperative that we we share the gospel and we go out we go out like Desmond Dawes and we're we're that we're the medic and we're out there on the front lines saving people with the saving message of the gospel that Christ died and was healed, suffered and died and was resurrected so that we might have eternal life that's a that's a saving message that we carry so that's that's what i really think that's what i really think this this movie's about, and I'd, I'd love, I'd love for it uh, not to, not to just uh, stop with me. But if, if you wanna, if you wanna watch the film, or if you've already watched the film, I'd love, I'd love to continue uh, the conversation over, over, uh, over Facebook, over, over social media. I love, I'd love to hear, I'd love to hear what you think. So, if, if uh, you like this movie and uh, the spirit as has given you other insights. I'd love, I'd love to hear your thoughts. And thank you for uh, being here, spending spending this time with me as I've I've relayed some of some of my insights on the movie to you. Thank you so much for uh, listening to uh, the very first podcast of uh, of Kingdom Culture Engagement, and I really hope that I can bring you guys some more. Thank you guys. Have a wonderful day. God bless.